Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm Sharon McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, a boutique real estate firm that is home to over 30 real estate sales and marketing consultants who service home buyers and home sellers throughout Boston, the South Shore, the South Coast, and Cape Cod. Our firm takes pride in assisting our clients in the next chapter of their lives by taking a holistic approach to their real estate endeavors. We believe that every move should be a moving experience. Every week, my real estate team member, Mary Baker, and I, along with the director of Boston Connect Real Estate, Melissa Wallace, provide you with our unique marketing approach to selling homes and share with you our expertise in navigating the home buying process. We like to mix it up sometimes, so not only will you hear our perspective on real estate topics, but you will hear the expert thoughts and opinions of some of our real estate agents at Boston Connect Real Estate and the preferred professionals that we trust. Be part of our roundtable. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever you listen to podcasts at Talk Real Estate Roundtable. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now, sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And good morning to all my South Shore neighbors. This is Sharon McNamara. You are, of course, listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. We are here live in the studio yet again. We are on a mission to continue the month live every single time. We did a lot of uh, playbacks over the season, but we're live today. And I have Melissa Wallace in house with me this morning. Hello, Mel. Hello. How are you? I, I am doing wonderful. And it's a, such a beautiful day out. I have to do what I'm grateful for. I'm on day five of what I'm grateful for of 30 days, right? Yeah. Making it a mission. You've been doing that with all the agents in the office. So that's going well. And yes, I have. Yes. I've been trying to... They, they're like, oh, no, I don't look, I don't look good. Right? I'm oh, like, um, first off, if you came to the office and if you're meeting clients the way that you look right now, you should be able to do a video for Instagram. Yes, absolutely. So you're doing a really good job on that. So Thank I love you. seeing all the agents every every day. One thing I surely am grateful for today is that we have Tim in studio at WATD. Good morning, Tim. Good morning. Good morning. I am so happy that we have you there manning the controls, and uh, hopefully you had a wonderful Halloween. Our event went off splendidly. Oh, excellent. Yes, it was great, and my little Marley Bella won uh, first in place with uh, the Boston Connect doggies, so yeah, so it was really fun. That Um, wasn't a shoo-in, was it? I don't know. (laughs) Everybody thinks it was fixed, but she was so (laughs) stinking cute, my little Marley Bella, so, um, but if, yeah, if anybody has any questions for us today, Feel free to give us a call. You can ask us any real estate question, 781-837-4900. But we do have in-house today a special guest, so we're really, really excited about this. We have Michael Nielsen. He is from Guaranteed Rate, and uh, we're going to be talking um, all things loans, but sort of in particular, we're going to be talking a little bit about some VA stuff, right? Yes, of course. All right. Awesome. And I know um, Michael is actually in the office this morning. I thought that this would be nice and easy for him just to come an hour earlier. Uh, he's going to be doing an event uh, this morning with uh, Jess Page, one of our full-time agents here at Boston Connect Real Estate, along with the Flynn team, Trisha and Nick Flynn, uh, talking about VA loans. It is something that they are extremely passionate about and with rightfully so, right? Uh, because Nick is, uh, was, uh, maybe you're always are, a Marine, right? 
Yeah, I'm I think, thinking I no think one can take a Marine. Yeah, always no, you Marine. cannot take that title away from anybody. I'm sorry. I think it applies to everything. It, in life. Yeah, it yeah. really does. And um, my actually, my godson is a Marine right now, and he is stationed in West Africa. So, yeah, hoorah. that's wild. Is that what I they know. say? Yeah. Hoorah! It's wild. Like to talk to Kim about it. Like she's just so proud of him, but also like I wish I could go and see my baby. I know. <laughs> We're like, He's a Marine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when he was going to West Africa, this is sort of a funny story, Michael. So. It's her only son. It's like I have two daughters and, you know, she has her son and my other girlfriend has a son, but he's younger and he came home in between being stationed. So he's just 18 Mm. and she was talking to him about... Uh, packing sunscreen because he was going to West Africa. I'm like, Kim, he literally just graduated from like Marine, like the Marines, like the training to be a Marine. Yeah. And they're sending him to West Africa. I think he knows how to find sunscreen. Like, yeah, I think he'll be okay. <laughs> and he'll be pretty resourceful. Yeah. I think he'll figure it out. And if he gets a sunburn, I bet you he won't even feel it. He's that tough, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a, t- he's so, a tough cookie. To the it yeah. does. So, um, so obviously Nick is um, a Marine and... Um, which McCall, he he was in war, so uh, we really appreciate him and his service there. But a lot of times, people don't think about the family members that are involved. So Trish, obviously, her mm-hmm. his wife, and um, you know she goes through a process being married to somebody who's you know in the military, and as well as Jess Page because yeah. her husband Matt was he what was he was he army. Army. I believe army. Yeah. Army, yeah, he was in the army. Just as just as great. I mean, my father in law was. Army, World War Two. So mm-hmm. there we go. Um, so we're really happy to have you here today. I know it was last minute and you jumped right in. You're like, yeah, sure. Happy to be here. All right. Awesome. Why don't you tell our listeners, because this is um, your first time with us, hopefully mm-hmm. not your last. Why don't you tell our listeners a little bit? Um, not only do we have our WATV listeners, but we are live on Facebook and uh, Melissa is putting us everywhere right now. Tell us a little bit about you and how long you've been in the business and the service, the areas that you service. Yeah. So my name is Mike Nielsen. I'm with Guaranteed Rate and I I've been doing mortgage lending now since 2016. Mm-hmm. I've been around real estate my entire life. My dad was a developer, so cool. I always grew up around real estate and wanted to be a part of it in some way and mm-hmm. found a passion in mortgages. So nice. I've been doing it since then, and my main focus is really making sure that clients at the end of the day have a good understanding of what they qualify for and they mm-hmm. don't feel as if they're getting bad information. Mm-hmm. Right? They can feel confident that they know everything that they're signing up for yeah that's awesome and it is i didn't realize that your father was in um was a developer what areas was he like what do you, where uh, did south you grow up in south shore yeah. all right awesome where, where did you grow up marshfield oh marshfield oh so you're a really local guy yeah. here yeah. So, yeah keeping it local it's all about being hyper local here and guaranteed rate i know is a great company so tell mm. us a little bit um, about guaranteed rate so guaranteed rates national lender i believe we're number two or three right now in the country mm-hmm. um the best part about being with Guaranteed Rate is the support. So at the end of the day, we have all of the programs available to everyone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're not going to most likely not have something that you're going to qualify for. Okay. Right. That's really what it comes down to and why I went there. All right. That's awesome. Um, and I know it's really important with this. What, you know, are you sick of hearing the question? I mean, what happened on November 2nd, right, with the yep. rates? So where where are we now? And I know that this is a it depends question. Yes. Um, so let's just keep that in mind, listeners. You have heard it in the past. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, Mike can't just come out and say this would be your rate. It all is determined on several factors, like what? Correct. So 
when you hear rates going up, that's the Fed raising rates. Mm -hmm. And the byproduct of that is then the bond market adjusts based on what the Fed's comments are. Mm -hmm. And the Fed's raising rates now, right now due to inflation. So what's happening is the bond market adjusts due to inflation mm -hmm. and rates are going up because of that. Mm -hmm. You're going to see 30-year fixed rate mortgages, depending on the lender, depending on the bank, probably somewhere in the sixes and sevens right now. Mm -hmm. And that's well above what we've been seeing the past few years, which is a little bit of a knee-jerk reaction for most buyers in today's market. Mm -hmm. And I feel like they were that way for a while, right? Six and seven. So like this yeah. last time, it didn't make it boost up because we're hearing things like, what, eight? Yeah. So I just have to make this comment because um, on Thursday night, we have a young professional networking mm -hmm. group. Actually, Jess and the Flins are a part of it. There's no age limit. <laughs> it's your young at heart. Um, we met here and we, we try to meet once a month. Um, and we were sort of talking about like what's going on really in the market. I know that's a very general question, but um, it was like a time for us to sort of debrief as a small group and um, one of our agents Kristen Howlett was like you know I'm I'm actually switching what I sort of talk about with my buyers because you know we're, it's easy for us to be like it's a great time to buy it's a great time to sell but like financially if somebody can't afford that like we can't give that advice so yeah. she's sort of switching her gears and being like anything financial when it comes to like money mm -hmm talk to your loan officer because mm -hmm. you know it's been changing like day after day we just we don't know and we have mm -hmm. to keep up with those things if we're going to be giving that sort of advice and I think I'm glad that you brought that up and I Thank wasn't you. at the young professional thing I, I, I don't know if I'm invited or not but you're I, always <laughs> invited I just I, said there's no age limit I know but I figure that there are times that you guys certainly don't want me around and I tend to like <laughs> over talk sometimes yeah. you, you get to listen to me it's, all the it's time sort of office. mine and uh, Mary's time to shine but really yeah. it's all of us <laughs> because we gave each other um, we had a hot potato we, hot potato yeah like hot potato like okay it's your turn to talk oh it's your really yeah, yeah, that's topics, fun right? yeah, yeah that's awesome but I'm glad that you brought that up because you know you're seeing I don't know if I can say, if I should say this but like don't take your advice from TikTok right like yep. I, yes. it, it's just so crazy to me and you know everybody has an opinion and I think that a lot of things what's happening right now is Again, I'm, I'm not saying anything bad about any real estate agent. We were very lucky out here on the South Shore. We have great, great agents all over. Mm -hmm. But I agree. I don't think we as real estate agents should be giving the advice of this is the one that we're hearing. Just get into the loan now and then you know what? You can just refinance. Like that might be okay for you to say, Mike. Yeah. Because you know what the but heck you're, you're talking real about. Expectations. Yes. So that's something I always go over with clients. It, the way that I cover it with clients is actually the same way I've been covering it since I'm doing mortgages. Mm -hmm. The math has just changed, but the equation's the same. Mm -hmm. You buy a house you can afford regardless of whatever the yeah. math is, right? Mm -hmm. So it's your income and price of the house and interest rate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That hasn't changed, yeah. but it might just change now with where the rates are at. You might have to just buy a slightly cheaper house, mm -hmm. but you still don't overextend yourself. So it's still having those conversations with clients to say, hey... Don't go buy a house you can't afford just because yeah. rates are higher and you think they're going to get better and you can refinance in six months. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Well, we were talking about that too on Thursday is, you know, when the rates were lower, it was like, oh my gosh, I got to get into a house. It's okay mm -hmm. if it's going to be higher at a higher price point. Like, uh, you know, I got a great rate. But now we're thinking like, you know, you got to put yourself in your position. Like what happens after the closing day? If you can't mm -hmm. afford your mortgage, you shouldn't have bought that house. Yeah. So it's mm -hmm. not just thinking about what your rate is the day of closing or what you need to bring to the table. It's everything afterwards. Yeah. Can you afford that monthly payment? Mm 
Mm-hmm. I'm just smiling because Jess Page just walked in. Oh, look at her. She's so gorgeous, what isn't cute, she? Cute as a button. You really are so cute. <laughs> look at her. She is such a cutie patootie. Oh, my goodness. I love that girl. <laughs> um, and I know she loves me. So um, I love it when Jess and I talk on the phone. By the way, Jess Page is a full-time real estate agent. She is here today with Mike doing, um, you know, they're doing a veterans, first-time home, yep. uh, just a home buyer program. Um, but every time, I love when we hang up with each other. And it's like, love you. Love you, too. And I don't know how many other brokers and their yeah, agents that have that relationship. Yeah. yeah. So um, so let's talk um, a little. Oh, so I know what one of the things I was going to say, just to sort of piggyback on what you were saying mm-hmm. is, and Mike, maybe you can tell us, too, because mm-hmm. you don't just do VA loans. You do all of them. But did you find that people were they were buying the rate, not the house, when it was two and a half, three, whatever? But then, okay, you're paying... You, you emotionally were buying. So in order mm-hmm. to get that house, you had to spend $100,000 more. Yep. So $100,000 more at 3 4% versus... Mm-hmm. $100,000 less, less at 5 or 6 Yeah. Seven. I mean, does it sort of balance out? It does. What I've noticed is the scarcity of the recent market with interest rates being so low and how competitive it was. It had people going into corners of the market that they probably wouldn't have and they're not doing today. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm noticing right now in today's market is the right-priced home in a good neighborhood that's a nice house is still competitive. Mm-hmm. And in the homes that are a little bit in the corner that might be on a main road, might be a little outdated, mm-hmm. they're sitting on the market. So mm-hmm. the opposite was happening before mm-hmm. where the, the right-priced home was still crazy competitive, but then everyone else was picking up all the scraps. Yep. No one really paid too much attention because that scarcity factor yeah. was coming. Mm-hmm. And we were like, well, I just need a house anyway. Yeah. So I'll buy the house on the main road in Marshfield and pay more because mm-hmm. I just need to get into a house. And those people that did take advantage of that rate, hey, I think that's great. But like you said, they sort of, and I know that you're thinking this firsthand, right? You don't just, you don't think it's good for our clients to just settle. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So I feel like a lot of people settled because they were buying yep. the rate. Yep. You the know? rate and the scarcity. The yeah. thought yeah. of, I'm not going to The thought get of not anything. getting a house. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to mm-hmm. miss out. That FOMO. Yeah. People yeah. had FOMO. Oh, and yeah. people have an opposite FOMO. They're having FOMO that they're going to, you know, mm-hmm. buy the wrong time. Yeah. That's FOMO for our um, other old or uh, listeners yeah. here is uh, <laughs> fear of missing out, by the yes. way. I just happen to know that because I have a 27 and 28 year old, so, or 26. <laughs> um, so tell us a little bit about what's going on today. Um, again, you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. We are here this morning with Mike Nielsen from Guaranteed Rate. We are very excited to have him as a guest, our first time here. I've been meaning to sort of catch up with you mm-hmm. and, you know, sort of have uh, some time to do this and to just see excited how you work. Here. Yeah, so we're really excited. And I know for me as the broker of Boston Connect Real Estate, it's interesting because I just is a great agent. Obviously, mm-hmm. we all know that. And she like every it's all about Mike. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Which is good for us. Yeah. My, guy. My, guy. my guy. My guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my guy. <laughs> my guy. That's it. That's what mm-hmm. she says. So um, so I don't bring anybody onto our show. Melissa and I don't bring anybody onto our show unless we have the utmost confidence in them doing a good mm-hmm. job for our listeners and for the people who are watching us on Facebook. So uh, it looks like you're in our little um, you're in our little you're in our little nest now. Okay. Much appreciated. <laughs> 
<laughs> Welcome to the crew. Uh, to <laughs> Welcome. Uh, yeah. yeah. Maybe you should go to some of those little events that they have, the young professionals. You should start I mean, introducing. No. Well, we the whole point was to start networking within like, mm-hmm. you know, our loan officers and, and everything um, and even other agents and companies. Not as like a recruiting thing because we don't recruit, we attract, but mm-hmm. it's more of like, hey, like we're sort of all in the same boat. Let's talk yeah. about it. Um, we started it right before COVID, then COVID hit and we started meeting during like in Zoom and Mm-hmm. Now we sort of this year started get back to um, meeting in person and stuff. So mm-hmm. um, we're gonna the new year is coming. So mm-hmm. it'll be here before we know it. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about the event that's going on today. So today we're hosting a VA first responder event, mm-hmm. and the idea around it being VA first responder is we just noticed the marketplace that that's usually where veterans end up. So mm-hmm. we talked about it earlier where the mission for Jess and the Flynn team. You know, being involved so heavily with veteran family and one being a veteran himself is the myths or stigmas in the marketplace of trying to buy a home with a VA loan. Particularly the past few years, it's been extremely difficult because it's been so competitive, Mm -hmm. right? You have a couple of things working against you that might not, you know, land home for a veteran in terms of why am I not getting my offer accepted? Mm -hmm. I'm a veteran and it's, you know, 100% financing the thought of the extra property requirements, mm-hmm. you know, those stigmas in the marketplace, we're trying to really de- demystify that, mm-hmm. right? And have conversations with veterans to get them confident out there in the marketplace to make offers. And I think right now is a great time for veterans to make offers on homes because mm-hmm. it's not as competitive as it was. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the things that I think is so important about this too, and I'm just going to put it out there because I'm not sure, um, I'm not sure if they have a full house or not right now, mm-hmm. but hey, if you are a veteran or mm-hmm. first responder of any type of capacity and you're listening to our show this morning or if you know of anybody, come on by. I mean, you're going to be here yep. today. What time? Uh, 11 to 2, I believe. 11 to 2. They're going to be doing a, a workshop on home buying and with loans and everything. Uh, so come on over. We're at 19 Mattachese Street in Pembroke, uh, right across the street from Stop and Shop. So, um, And if you can't make it today and you would like a one-on-one consultation, Mike, why don't you give your phone number out now? Yeah, phone number seven. 781-733-6726. Perfect. And um, we'll make sure to be giving out everybody's phone number again at the end uh, because Jess Page is here and Trish and Nick will also be here. So come on by if you can make it. I see that they brought in some food and they have all kinds of good things for you. So again, 19 Mattachese Street in Pembroke and uh, you can listen to all good things that they have to say. Yep. So let's and get into it. we have Bruins it. tickets and oh, a gift oh. card to Outer Limits Pro Shop. Oh. oh. How do you get the Bruins tickets? Do you have just <laughs> Yes. Do you, do you need around. to be like Can a first be the responder? manager? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. We can try to put you in. Okay. <laughs> um, all right, so why don't you tell us a little bit? Let's let's start demythifying. Is that the word? But um yeah. and I think it's really important, Mike. It's if you are a veteran taking mm-hmm. taking the opportunity and <sighs> the one you earned, by the way, and you are going for a VA loan. I think it's just important for the buyer's agent to know. So that's what I know. Jess knows. Mm-hmm. The Flynn's know. They know the ins and outs of these loans. But I think the bigger problem comes when they try to explain it to the listing agent. Yes. Right? So that education has to get to the listing agents. Mm-hmm. And that's something I've always... I've, when I sit down with my seller clients, I'll say, this is a VA loan, but let's not be afraid of it. I'm going to explain yeah. it to you. So let's get into some of the myths. So I think some of the biggest myths for the VA loan is it's harder to qualify, mm-hmm. right? Which I, I don't think is true. At the end of the day, a loan's a loan. It's what you can afford. It's your income. It's 
really not much different than a regular mortgage. It might be a little bit more complicated if you're still maybe on like a military base, getting paid with military housing and where you're going to live. But that's why you work with a professional loan officer who understands the program. So mm-hmm. it's not more difficult than any of the loan. And then the next piece of it's the property as well as the 100% financing. Mm-hmm. I know in the competitive market that we've been in the past few years where people have been offering more, mm-hmm. that's really been the pullback is, well, what happens if there's an appraisal issue? Mm-hmm. Right? What are they going to do? And I think that's a personal conversation with the veteran if they do have their own money because they can put an appraisal gap language in there. Okay. Right. And then the other piece is the property requirements is if the, you know, they're going to miss a handrail or something like that. That also exists for conventional financing as well. It's just not a big stigma with conventional financing. If you mm-hmm. have an unsafe stairwell that doesn't have the proper you know, handrail, you've got to get that done with yeah. conventional too. It's mm-hmm. not yeah. only VA. So what I go over a lot with my agents is I'll call the listing agent when the offer is made to make sure they have any questions they have about the offer is answered as, as fast as possible. Yeah. That's always very important. So like I know at least with Sharon, so I work partly on her team with Mary. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, when there's multiple offers, um, Sharon has this beautiful spreadsheet that she's mm-hmm. always used. Um, so she does a cover sheet for every single, um, every single one. And, and part of it is, you know, the loan, there's mm-hmm. a, there's a loan, um, and it's your contact information, everything, how much they're putting down. Um, and you know, once she sort of goes over that and there's some you know maybe we know that the price is the most important thing mm-hmm. or whatever some you know they're waving home inspection or whatever once you narrow it down a little bit you know she'll call every single loan officer and be like hey yeah. I'm, I might not understand this can you explain this how mm-hmm. you know if it doesn't appraise what could happen here you know just sort of getting those questions because she knows that she needs to educate her sellers on that yeah. um so I think that's great. I think the most important thing in any industry is to pick up the phone and talk to somebody if mm-hmm. you can't see them in person. Yep. <laughs> so a lot of things can be sort of, um, you know, we have a thing that's like text tone. We don't we don't like the text tone around no, here. No, phone is always best voice. <laughs> uh, text yeah, tone. But well, phone if you want to know the text tone joke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would text them. So when Melissa first started with us, she was not the office manager. She was working out for me and Mary on our team. Mm -hmm. And I would send Melissa a text and I would put a period at the end. Mm -hmm. Like she would. It wouldn't just be a period. It'd be K period or okay. No, okay. I never did K. Like, okay, okay, period. period. And I'm like, She she go to Mary like why is she always so mad at me and I was like so Mary had to explain <laughs> yeah. to me Mary's like my voice and now both of them in between like Sharon like when you do okay period it's like coming off like okay okay and I, yeah. and I was like no I literally meant like okay <laughs> like end of thought <laughs> yeah. period what a period normally means yeah. exactly so you exactly yeah, exactly yeah. so pick up the phone and talk to somebody if you can't see them in person yeah, um, yeah. absolutely um, again so our WATD listeners you have my Mike Nielsen here today from Guaranteed Rate. So any questions that you have about loans, uh, feel free to give us a call, 781-837-4900. We're going to be taking a break in a little bit here, and then we will uh, finish off our last half hour, really getting into the details of everything that's going on here with VA loans and other loans. What was the other one that we were going to discuss? Mass Dreams, so the new mass housing program with the down payment assistance. Yeah, so that's going to be a good one, too. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think what we'll do is maybe we'll just take our break a little bit early, Tim, if that's okay, and then we can get back and get right into this. How's that sound? Let's face it. We all get to the point in our lives when our current home no longer suits our everyday needs. With ever-changing living dynamics, addressing your future is all about right-sizing. You know, finding the right-size home for you right now. Is your current living space too small? 
Are you looking for more room to grow? Do you find yourself making continuous home improvements to fit your current lifestyle needs? Let us help you find the right size for you right now. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. We now return to Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services on 95.9 WATD. I think at one point... Uh, no, yet. I think we're back. <laughs> <laughs> we only have one commercial today. So I know. You are talking to <laughs> us on the radio, and we're talking to ourselves, too. Yeah. But mm-hmm. you're listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Mm-hmm. Um, my name is Melissa Wallace, and I am joined in studio by the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, Sharon McNamara. Good morning. Good morning. And we also have Mike Nielsen here from Guaranteed Rate. Hello. Thank you so again. much for joining us. I know it's sort of like last minute, but not really. You were here before us today. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so do you want to continue on your... Um, yeah, so we're uh, sort of going over the myths again, and mm-hmm. for, let's sort of back it up a little bit. So you were talking about, you know, the 100% financing, and I thought mm-hmm. that that was the most difficult aspect of things for me to get past with my sellers when they had multiple offers. We're not there anymore, but yep. I think that talking about where we were so people understand... You know, now you have all these offers in front of you. People are waiving home inspections. People are waiving, you know, mortgage contingencies. It's things that I've, I, we never recommend. And if you did that with Boston Connect Real Estate, we had you sign a waiver. That was your mm-hmm. great idea, not ours. Yep. Now what we're starting to see is a lot of lawsuits and some stuff coming up in grievance Fine. because of those issues. Um, but when I would show that and, you know, one of the things that's so important, as you said, when people are, are putting bids in over asking we have to worry about that appraisal yeah that's where the big problem came in when people were doing 100 percent financing i think one of the myths is that the veterans can't use their own money or that they don't have money can you yes. explain that and how okay yeah maybe they're still yeah. going for 100 percent financing mm-hmm. but they could secure the loan i mean secure like make the the seller feel comfortable about i'm not going to run away with zero down in escrow correct so at the end of the day, they can get up to 100% financing of whatever the appraised value is, which is where that issue comes into lie for a seller because if you're offering 100000 over asking and your realtor's sitting there with a realistic expectation of, hey, this might not appraise for 100000 over asking and it's a veteran loan, mm-hmm. that starts to mess up that loan-to-value ratio. And if they don't have the money to make up the difference, they do have an escape clause. So that is yeah. a real stigma that every time I was talking to my veteran clients, I was like, look, Every other area of your offer needs to be super strong, mm-hmm. and you need to be realistic as to what type of offers are going to get accepted because you, you kind of can't win on price alone mm-hmm. because someone doing 30%, 40% down or cash that's similar to price to you, mm-hmm. it, it's just going to be a real conversation with the seller's agent saying, hey, this is better because it's less risky for you as a seller. Yep. That's how they're going to approach it. So mm-hmm. it, it was going over all the other pieces of the offer as well, but then setting that realistic expectation. But mm-hmm. they can for sure make up the difference. They can mm-hmm. put an appraisal gap language in there. Um, they can pay their own money. They don't have to get 100% financing. And if anything, the VA funding fee actually gets slightly cheaper if they do put a down payment. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's great to know. Because uh, I know that the funding fee is another thing that people think, Ugh, you know, that's what you have to deal with. Maybe you're better off. And, and are there circumstances, I mean, when, when people are sitting down with you and they're just starting the process, mm-hmm. you know, you have the whole team put together, right? So you have you and you have Jess and Trish and Nick and the, um, your, your attorneys and everything. 
like, do you sit down? It, are there times when you're like, hey, listen, the VA loan, you do have this, you know, available for you, but maybe mm-hmm. this one is better? Like, do you go over that? If they're very well qualified, mm-hmm. I'll always tell them, let's double-edged sort it. Yep. And maybe even sometimes you make an offer with a pre-approval for VA and a pre-approval for conventional. And okay. you put some language. That, the beauty of real estate and growing up with a developer yeah. mindset from my dad yep. is real estate's contract law. Contract law is just what two parties agree to. So uh-huh. if you want to put it in the contract that we're willing to switch from VA to conventional if we run into any sort of VA uh-huh. issues that That's cause smart, issue. Mike. That's smart, yeah. That is smart. I like that. And they just flip over to the other options. So it's, hey, here's a pre-approval at 10% yeah. down conventional. <clears throat> here's a VA pre-approval. I, as the veteran, would rather do this because it's a better interest rate. I don't have to pay mortgage insurance. I can get 100% financing. But if the dominoes don't line up and fall over, I'm mm-hmm. willing to replace the dominoes with something else to still close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it puts you in a better leg up position. Now, that's not always every veteran. Yeah. Because they might need to lean on the benefits of a VA loan where it's pretty acceptable for low credit, 100% financing. Mm-hmm. But if you are that client that yeah. does have the money and good credit, you might as well use all of your tools yeah. to try to win mm-hmm. in a strategic offer. Well, two things. So that could be one, like I said before, how you call you know, all the loan officers once you've sort of narrowed it down to your top um, offers. That could be one of your questions that you mm-hmm. ask somebody. You know, It's not an mm-hmm. automatic oh no, it's 100% financing. And the second part is like, I always, like, this is a great opportunity for people who, you know, wanted to protect us to mm-hmm. be able to get into a home. Like, why wouldn't you want to be able to give that opportunity to somebody? Yeah. And there are some of our clients that are, some. OK, so your dad was a developer. Mm-hmm. I love working with developers because there's zero emotion involved. Very logical. Right? Yep. It's just, it's all about the money. Yep. Do they get these, the money? Yep. Okay. Do you yep. get the house? Do these numbers make sense? Yeah, that's it. Period. Amen. No, there's no emotions. I don't have to get all fluffy with them. Mm. But then, you know, when we have our resale, when I do tell people, like, you know, this person is a veteran, mm-hmm. I like to know those stories because, you know what, a lot of my boomer clients and, you know, younger boomers and older boomers, they're military. Their yes. family is military. They respect mm-hmm. those people. And I think that we, we have to be standing up and giving yeah. more respect. I think one of the stigmas is, and you mentioned it, and I thought, huh, I wonder if that's what people are thinking. You know, when we think of a VA loan, mm-hmm. um, it's a VA loan, right? Yeah. No, FHA. When well, I think of FHA. FHA. Yeah, so when I'm thinking of an FHA loan, I think automatically your mindset is, oh, maybe it's lesser credit. Yeah. I didn't realize that that stigma went along with it. Does that go along with a VA loan, too, that it's someone with lesser credit? Because I never thought that. Yeah. Well, they just accommodate a lesser credit score if needed. So conventional. So the benefit of FHA and VA is if you do have lesser credit, the interest rate's not negatively impacted as great as it is with conventional financing. Because you can get conventional financing technically down to a 620 FICO score. Mm Mm-hmm. But the interest rate is terrible, Yeah. Mm-hmm. right? If you have a lower FICO score with FHA and VA, that rate sheet doesn't get negatively impacted as bad because it's a government finance loan. Mm-hmm. So, well, it's government backed up from insurance. But from that standpoint, you don't get hit as bad, particularly mortgage insurance. Mm-hmm. I always tell clients there's a sweet spot. If you're like a 640, 680 FICO score, mm-hmm. FHA is probably better than conventional. Okay. Because mortgage insurance is based off of your credit score and the, the loan-to-value ratio. Mm-hmm. Mortgage insurance for FHA does not vary yep. based on that factor. So the interest rate might be better and the mortgage insurance might be better. So mm-hmm. there's like a sweet spot. Okay. Now with the with the VA, um, I just want to go back to writing up my initial offer. So I have a client who's VA. Mm-hmm. This is where I think a, a lot of people misunderstand too. So maybe even the veterans, maybe this is what you talk about. Maybe they do have some money in the bank. Mm-hmm. 
And But you always tend to see, like, I always want to talk, and I always do. When I see a VA loan come through, I'll call the other agent. I'm a very heavy listing agent, and Mary yeah. does a lot of our buyer stuff. So when I see a VA loan come before me, and it's like, all right, $1,000 down with the deposit, zero, you know, as the initial deposit, and yeah. zero down with purchase and sales agreement, and I'm going for 100% financing. In my mind, it's like, all right, well, they clearly have no money. Mm-hmm. But if they did have money, why wouldn't the buyer's agent write it up normally? Like, okay, we're going to give you $1,000 for the offer. We're going to mm-hmm. put 3 to 5% down as for purchase and sales mm-hmm. just to secure this. Hey, Mr. Seller, we're serious about this we're putting money our skin into the game if anything should falter right with the risk of losing your deposit which we don't see often but they would just get that money back at the end even if they're still doing 100 percent financing right yep so at the end of the day i think it comes down to the personal situation of those buyers right Mm -hmm. because it could be i've had Mm -hmm. i've worked with veteran clients that they needed a seller credit or a lender credit plus 100 percent financing because they got Uh maybe 10 12 grand in the bank and when i'm having those conversations with them i'm like look Mm -hmm. you're about to buy a home how can you keep your 10, 12 grand in the yeah. bank, right? Yeah. You're, you're buying your the first water home, heater. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you never know. My water heater bursts a month after we bought our home. So oh, yeah. I use oh. a perfect story of myself. Yeah. To say, yeah. hey, be ready for those types of things. Yeah. That's your closing cost. So if you pay your closing costs and get 100% financing, you might be able to afford the monthly payment, but now you're kind of behind the eight ball yeah. trying mm-hmm. to catch up again. So if mm-hmm. we can structure it so that your money is in the bank mm-hmm. rather than in your house, mm-hmm. you can do stuff with that. It's liquidity compared to equity. And how are the rates on the VA in comparison to like conventional? Do they seem They're all aligned? they half a point better, okay. typically. I think we're seeing rates right now for veteran loans somewhere in the mid-sixes. Okay. And your conventional loans somewhere in the low sevens, right? Yeah. And this is going to vary lender to lender. Mm-hmm. But that's about what I'm seeing right now. All right. So why don't we get into some of the, like, what are the benefits of doing a VA loan if you qualify? And what are the qualifications? Yeah. I wanted to sort of get into the pre-approval process being like, mm-hmm. you know, is it the same process of, as a traditional, you yeah. know, conventional loan? Or like, how does that work? Like, because I'm sure you have to yeah. verify that they actually yeah. are a veteran. Right. <laughs> that's really the main piece of it. Yeah. So other than that, it's a regular loan. Okay. A regular mortgage is credit, income, assets, t- property type, right? At the end of the day, a, a VA loan is just a regular mortgage. Mm-hmm. The only difference is we got to check what's called certificate of eligibility. Yeah. That's the piece of paper you get from the government, essentially saying that, yes, you're eligible for a veteran loan. And what it's telling us as the lender is that you've never had a veteran loan before, or if you have, you didn't like default on it. Yeah. Right? You don't owe the government any sort of money because you didn't, you know. Okay. And you said never had it before. So can you only get one VA loan or can you? You can get it multiple times. Okay. VA funding fee changes. So if you use it, it's called subsequent use. So if you use it multiple times, unless you're exempt, if you're, I think you have to be any form of disabled from the military and Mm -hmm. you're exempt from the funding fee Mm -hmm. and then you don't have to pay it as you use it. Mm -hmm. But if you've used your VA loan before and you don't currently own a home that has a VA loan on it. That's called subsequent use, and you just pay more of a funding fee. Okay. So that's really the only extra check. Yeah. And then if you're not in military active service anymore, mm-hmm. that's the same as every other type of loan you're qualifying for. Mm-hmm. It's what's your job now, how mm-hmm. much do you make, what's your credit score, what's yeah. your debts like. It's everything else there from that standpoint. Another piece of it is there's no technical debt-to-income ratio threshold. You can qualify, technically speaking, at any debt-to-income ratio threshold. So it, it allows for some flexibility from that standpoint as well. Okay. You know, I'm sort of confused, too, because you said if you're in active duty, do active duty people, that like, they don't live on, I was going to say on campus, but mm-hmm. I don't know what it's called. On base. <laughs> on base. They're still buying, oh, probably yeah, for, for their spouse. Members, we closed, actually, we closed on one a couple of years ago. The spouse was in Hawaii, and the wife was buying in Rockland. So... 
that's where it can get confusing and nuanced because housing pay or basic housing allowance varies depending on where you're owning and where your projected house is going to be and if you have a family member or spouse that's going to occupy that house. Uh So he had basic housing allowance based on Hawaii, but we had to qualify him based on when he eventually lives in Massachusetts, what that basic housing allowance would be here. Luckily for him, Massachusetts is expensive like Hawaii is, so it was actually the same threshold. Uh But it it takes a little bit of a nuanced, different approach to that standpoint Uh if they are still active duty. And anyone that's ever looked at a military pay stub can tell you it does not look like a typical pay stub, right? You're getting housing allowance, you're getting food, you're getting all these different categories of government pay that if you're not a loan officer that does veteran loans often or Mm -hmm. at all, you're going to be confused by it. And you might actually misqualify a borrower, good or bad. Yeah based on the income you're looking at. So that's interesting, too. So how do you qualify somebody who is still active duty if, you know, what if their term ends? Is it, I, I wish, I don't know the terms that we're supposed to be saying here, but what if yep. their term ends in a year? So yep. now... They have to ne- show they're signing back up again. So if their term ends within a allotted period of time that's too soon after closing, yeah. they essentially have to show intent of re-signing back up to use that income. Okay. Yeah. All right. So how many? How long do you need? Like, what if it's two years? Because two years, you, I believe you're good. I think it's within the next calendar year. Really? That's interesting to me. Because if you're going to yeah. be getting a 30-year loan, mm-hmm. you know, you would... I think it's kind of assumed that you're yeah. going to continue unless it's in a really short period of time. I actually ran into that with that client in Hawaii. They had, you know, theirs was coming up within a six-month frame. Yeah. And he wasn't sure where he was going to get stationed, so he had to do a lot of letters of intent. We had to talk to his commanding officer. We had to yeah. get some information from his commanding officer stating that he's not signing up yet. He doesn't want to officially sign up because he's not sure where he's going to move in military ranking, mm-hmm. but he's intending mm-hmm. to sign up. Okay. All right, awesome. Uh, we are going to give our uh, information again. Uh, you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. I am here with uh, Melissa Wallace, who is our everything here at Boston Connect. She is the Director of Operations, and she is my sidekick when it comes to the radio show. Uh, we also have Mike Nielsen here from Guaranteed Rate. We are talking all things loans this morning. Uh, in particular, we're talking VA loans because they are having a VA um First responder. First responder event here at the office today. So if you are a first responder or if you are a veteran and you would like to join them today, find out more about the housing. This is, it's honestly, it's information giving. It's a master class on this subject. You don't have to be ready right now, Mm -hmm. but if you're thinking about it, you should start now. So um, you can't get to where you want to go unless you know where you are right now. So I think that today is a really good opportunity to do that. Uh, You can call us at the studio, though, and Tim will uh, get you right over to us. 781-837-4900. 781-837-4900. Again, the location of their event today, the master class on uh, VA loans and uh, VA home buying process uh, is at 19 Mattachusa Street, Pembroke, at Boston Connect Real Estate's home headquarters here it's our home i felt like you were gonna say home away from home (laughs) you were like are you kidding me my home away from home my home is actually my home away from home i'm here more than i'm there well i always built it correctly (laughs) a good home vibe yeah yeah well when we bought the building we our offices are upstairs so Mm -hmm. myself and sharon and so whenever i'm downstairs i'm like oh it's in my room it's in my room (laughs) upstairs it's not my office i keep i always say it's in my room oh i gotta grab it from my room it's in my room yeah my room and melissa has the nice tagline over our fireplace over our tv that 
says a home to call our own. So nice. I thought Love that it. that was really great. Yeah. Um, again, uh, 781-837-4900. But if you can't make it to the event today, I'm sure Mike would be happy to speak with you um, off air. And uh, you want to give your phone number? Yes, we'd love to. 781-733-6726. One more time. 781-733-6726. Perfect. So uh, definitely make sure to give him a call and mm-hmm. he can connect you with uh, the wonderful agents that he supports here at Boston Connect Real Estate. Okay, so um, what are some of the other things, the myths? Excuse me, Sharon, we have a phone call. Oh, perfect. Well, wonderful. Has a question about the uh, something to do with the VA. It's Brian in Marshfield. Hey, Brian. How are you? Brian. How are you doing? Good. What's your question for us today? Uh, years ago, during the Jimmy Carter administration, when interest rates were 18%, Imagine. Mm-hmm. I assumed mm-hmm. a 5% veteran loan mm-hmm. on a house in Marshfield. And even though I wasn't a veteran, I was able to assume it. And it was yeah. kind of like the guy had built the house in Plymouth, and he couldn't sell his house here. And when I came in, I had cash deposit, and I assumed his loan. Is that still allowed? Assumption of VA loans is still allowed. I'm not sure if it's changed regarding whether or not you need to be a veteran yourself, but I do know that you can still assume veteran loans. You can actually assume an FHA loan as well. Oh, okay. So if you're a seller out there that has a low interest rate mortgage yeah. as a VA or an FHA loan and you're looking to sell and you're worried about you know, the new people coming in, it might make your house a little bit more attractive. That's actually a great uh, idea. I'm sorry. What's the, F- what's the other one? FHA is still assumable too? Yep. Great. Yeah. Yeah, FHA. So how long have you been in that house now? Oh, 40 years. That <laughs> <laughs> VA loan paid off by now? Yeah. 23 grand, Sharon. Oh, my goodness. Well, that's fantastic. I mean, honestly, I say all the time, I bought my house in 1992 for $137,000. I don't think I could afford my own house right now. So mm-hmm. um, that's good for you. You know what? And I bet you, you know... Again, I sell real estate. It's funny. I have been in my house for 30 years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So just, I think that that's what's so important too is... You're too just busy, like, Sharon, to go look and I know what's the problem. <laughs> She's too busy <laughs> looking for everybody else. For everybody and your else. your husband can only do the plumbing. He can't build the house. So I, he'll be all set. I know. Well, he does a really good job. You know what Mark is doing right now is Mark is out putting up our Christmas holiday lights on the building. Really? So, yeah. So. Well, I'm doing a vanity, so, you know. Oh. Uh, uh, so call the plumber when you're disconnecting that faucet, okay? Yes, I will. Good right. listening to you. All you're right. fun to listen to. Well, thank, thank you. you, Brian. We thank appreciate you, Brian. you. Thanks for listening. Um, but that's another good point that I was going to say, too, is, I mean, if you can get into the right house with the right loan, mm-hmm. you, you know, just make good decisions. And that's why I think it's really important to have such a good team supporting you through yeah. the process, right? So, and you know, the whole assumable thing, I never really thought about that as an option for people who are having a difficult time maybe selling, mm-hmm. right? It can make your house more attractive. So yeah. if we're going into this market or we're in this market where not every home is super competitive, Yeah, that might be a marketing piece where you say, hey, we have an FHA or VA loan at a low rate that's assumable. Okay. And how does that process work? I mean, I've never gone through it, right? Yeah. So it's never really been relative since I've been in the market because yeah. rates haven't been this high. So yeah. I got it in 2016, and I just know that it's assumable just from my own education, but it's never been applicable because the highest rates got before this were 
close mm-hmm. to five percent in 2018, and yeah. they came right down right after that. Yeah. So it was never really needed. So you've never been through that process. Yeah. Hmm. I'd well, love to learn more, though. I can yeah. always come back with more. Yeah, I think that that would be great. We should have a whole conversation about that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so when we talk about the appraisals, and I know with FHA, it's always a little bit like no chipping, peeling mm-hmm. paint, the railing you had mentioned. Is the appraise, Are the appraisers for VA loans... Um, you know, different. They have to be specially whatever yeah. certified. And get into that process a little bit. Why the whole appraisal thing if somebody doesn't know what that's all about? So FHA and VA have, VA have what's called minimum property requirements, which is still a thing for conventional. The way I like to explain it to clients is an appraisal is checking to see your home's value and livability, so safety and soundness. That's really all they're looking at. There's some nuance for VA. And the process of getting a VA appraisal done is we order it as a lender. It goes to the Veterans Association. Then they place it out to bid with someone on their list. Mm-hmm. And then it goes out to bid and they accept the appraisal, do the appraisal, bring it back. Mm-hmm. The big thing I like to go over with clients is even if you have issues with the house pertaining to VA, it's not a deal breaker. Yeah. Typically, you're not, unless there's something that we absolutely know is, you know, maybe there's an issue with the septic system and mm-hmm. a... You know, well water placement that's too close, which you might run into that with conventional and, and any other loan mm-hmm. program because that's a safety thing. So if there is something that's super bad about the property, you're going to run into it anyway. Mm-hmm. If there's something that's very nuanced to VA, we're just going to be notified that there's an issue. It can be fixed and the appraiser can go back out and say, hey, that handrail that you were missing is now up. I'm going to mm-hmm. take a picture of it. And now you have an approvable VA appraisal Mm -hmm. so it's never really a deal killer Mm -hmm. it's just now a pivot point which the way that i like to have my clients face that up front Mm -hmm. is if they're willing to fix some things with the property and they're probably going to know up front if there's maybe peeling paint things of that Mm -hmm. nature because you're looking at the house yeah have the buyer put in the contract buyer willing to take care of any va minimum property requirements in aggregate of five thousand okay to make the deal work so then you're you're facing that stigma up front with the Mm -hmm. seller and the seller's agent saying hey we know you're talking about this. Yeah. So before you even talk about it, we're going to bring it up. Mm-hmm. So us bringing it up is saying if we have issues, mm-hmm. we're willing to do ABC to fix it. So it opens up that door of negotiation rather mm-hmm. than closing it. That's really good points. I mean, and that's I'm still going back because now my mindset is on being a buyer's agent where I'm so much always on the yeah. other side of things that that would be a really good question for me to mm-hmm. come to the VA you know, people and say, hey, are they willing to do some of these repairs? I mean, we all can see the pale and chipping paint, okay? Yeah. Are they willing to make those repairs mm-hmm. in order to make that appraisal you know, good? Because I don't think, I don't know that we're, we're not worried too much about the appraisal gaps anymore. I mean, people aren't doing yeah. it. Yeah. I, that's my two cents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> um, so that was one thing that you made a point of. And then there was something else. Oh, um, we have just about 10 minutes left, too. Um, tell me about the pest inspection. Oh, yeah. Can we talk about that? And yeah. who has to pay for it? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the veteran can't. Anyone yeah. else so can't. So anyone can besides be the veteran. Yes. Mm-hmm. And if they're getting a typical home inspection, usually what ends up happening is the inspector just does a pro bono. Mm-hmm. So they mm-hmm. say, okay, I'm doing your regular home inspection. And they got to make sure it itemizes out separate. Yeah. yeah. So they can't be part of the home inspection. So it has to be two separate invoices saying home yeah. inspection 500 and then pest inspection yeah. zero. Uh-huh. What, why is that? I have no idea. I have always wondered that. It's like, okay, they can pay for a regular home inspection. That's very common. Not everybody gets a pest inspection, but they're Mm -hmm. required to get one, but they can't pay for it. Not every state actually requires it. Massachusetts just happens to be one of those states where we have 
the termite capability, yeah. so it's required. Not every state actually requires a pest inspection. Yeah. That's, it is interesting, though. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I just don't understand why they can't pay for it. I, I just don't. Maybe we have to ask somebody that question. Who do we ask? I don't know. Maybe Our government? Me, yeah. yeah. Josh Cutler, if you're yeah. listening, could you call in and tell me why that somebody, is a thing? Yeah, somebody call uh, us. Yeah, somebody let us know. <laughs> somebody right? from the know. government let us know why. <laughs> I, I paid for it a few times myself. Mostly, usually if it's a purchase and they're doing a home inspection, it yeah. just happens. Yeah. The home yeah. inspector does it. Yeah. And the home inspector it. has to be certified to do pests. They have to be a pest. They have yeah. to be in it usually comes with it. Yeah. But right. they can they waive their home inspection, right? Yes. They just have to have a still have to have the pest inspection. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it pops yeah. up with a VA cash out mm-hmm. and that's where I end up paying for it. Because okay. the veteran still can't pay for it. Yeah. So then I as a lender call, schedule it, pay for it, yeah. have it done. Yeah. Explain the VA like cash out. What do you mean? So if you already own a home yeah. and you're a veteran you qualify, you can do a cash out refinance. Oh, okay. If you're pulling out some of your equity. Oh, I see. Yeah. And it's one of the only refinances where you actually still need to have a pest inspection. I was going to say, yeah, that's, I, I learned something new today. Yeah. Several things, actually. Yeah. Um, so with the pest inspection, I have always heard that the misconception was, is that the seller had to pay for it. So a lot of times agents will say that to me, well, I know it's VA uh, and the seller has to pay for the pest inspection and I'm always like, nope, no, that isn't true. Anybody but the veteran. But the vet. yeah. yeah. So uh, we are clearing all the myths today for yep. sure. What if it's like um, the veteran is buying a house with somebody that they're not married to? Can that person pay for it? I believe if they're not on the loan, yes. Okay. So, so if they're not on the loan, somebody who's not on the loan. She's trying to trip you anyone. up. Did you know, see her? She's like, no, I'm <laughs> trying to see, like, you I'm know. Visualizing mm-hmm. guidelines. Trying to help it. some people out there. Like, yep. I am not getting married, Frank. <laughs> somebody would have to date me first. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you did it. My dad is in studio, for those of you who hear a voice in the background. So he is teasing Melissa. Um, <laughs> So it is for um, only for primary residences, right? Yes. And so what happens if somebody is a veteran and they purchase a home, it's their primary residence, mm-hmm. and then 15 years from now they decide that they want to purchase another house? It's only You can only use it once? You can only have one active. Okay. And then, then there's some nuances where you can maybe believe, and don't quote me, I'm 99% on this, where you can have multiple active depends on where you're moving to and why and how far away. Okay. So like if you bought a single family home in Massachusetts and you don't want to sell it yeah. and you don't want to refinance that a VA loan, I think you can buy another home with a VA loan as long as you're moving a certain distance away and it's related to like a work change or something along those oh, lines. Oh, okay, yep. And then the nuance there might be, and I'd have to double check this, so I'm, I'm going to take notes out of here. Yeah. And the nuance, I believe, <laughs> is you might have to do a down payment because mm-hmm. your entitlement's different because you already have a VA loan. Okay. So if somebody decides they're in that one house, they're in there for 15 years, then they decide they want to buy another one, but they're set up and they can do it conventionally, right? Mm-hmm. Other than fraudulent to a bank... I mean, mm-hmm. do you think that people, like, what do they have Converting to do? to like, investment property? Well, yeah. I mean, doing that, or, like, what do they have to do? Would they have to just, like, uh, how do they get rid of that other loan if it's a VA loan? Refinance to a conventional loan. So if, if they Are people really going to do that? If they want to use it again and they want to buy in the area. So yeah. if they already live in Marshfield and they have a VA loan and they want to keep the house, but yeah. they want to use VA to buy the next house because yeah. they want to maybe do 100% financing and keep liquid. Yeah. That might be that circumstance where it's like, okay, let's double up. Let's do a refinance on this house while getting you pre-approved for VA on the next house. Yeah. You retain this house after it closes on yeah. the finance. and then you can rent it. And then we use the VA to buy the next one. Same idea, subsequent use, you're just going to pay more of a VA funding fee if you're not exempt. Okay. Yeah. 
Any questions? <laughs> no. <laughs> you're staring at me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I can tell you're staring at me because my cheek got hot. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, we just have five minutes left, so I want to give him an opportunity to give his contact information out. Before. Yeah. Any final thoughts for our final seconds? Time goes by fast here. So um, to we didn't get a chance, so that you know what that means. We're going to have to have you back to talk about to the other... Um, America, uh, mass dreams. But yeah, the mass mm-hmm. dreams. Mass dreams, um, because there are. Believe me, I know that there are different. Uh, different things going on out there with what is that all about we've gotten mm-hmm. three different ones you've confirmed one of them so we'll go with that one i guess next time we can have you on uh, but to just sum up today what would be your final thoughts on this topic so i think you brought up something earlier too which is you don't know until you know is the biggest thing i'm going over with clients is just get pre-approved mm-hmm. talk to a lender yeah. talk to a realtor get a baseline mm-hmm. even if you're saying you know i'm gonna buy in two years i'm gonna buy in three years i'm gonna buy in one year it doesn't matter if you're buying at any period of time knowledge is power and you won't know what to make for decisions until you get that knowledge yeah Mm -hmm. so i think the best thing you could do is reach out to a realtor reach out to a loan officer hopefully it's me Mm -hmm. Mm 781-733-6726 and from there get the information you don't need and it's free Mm -hmm. we don't get paid until a deal closes so if you just want information i'm an open book you want to just know hey mike i don't care if you tell me i only qualify for a hundred thousand I just want to have a game plan. Yeah. I think that's the best position you can put yourself in. Yeah. And and I think that that's what we really are. I think I feel like the the whole theme of Boston Connect Real Estate and our agents and the people, you know, the professional people that we trust, you know, our professional I, what do we call them? Not vendors, but our professional whatever. Preferred preferred, preferred. vendors and yep. preferred people that we're using. It really is about the the bigger emphasis for us is about educating you mm-hmm. on what the process is and we just feel at the end of the day that you would end up using uh, services mm-hmm. right um but if you decide to use somebody else well at least we did what we were going to yep. do right and mm-hmm. we gave you the information and you have some good questions to ask the mm-hmm. other person so um again mike nielsen from guaranteed rate thank you so much for being here today we Thanks are super excited for that and we'll have you on again for sure uh let's give that phone number uh, a couple more times. Yep. 781-733-6726. All right. Perfect. And um, Mel, you have some... Um, we have two new listings here at Boston Connect Real Estate, yep. one of which is Sharon McNamara, yes. Mary mm-hmm. Baker, and Evis Mason. Mm-hmm. New listing at 77 Furnace Lane in Pembroke. Sharon will be there doing an open house tomorrow, so Sunday 10 to 12. It is on the market for 425. It's a three-bedroom, one-and-a-half bath colonial right on the water. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to talk about with that one? Yeah, it's beautiful. I mean, um, it has been a family home for years and years and years. I think it started off as a cottage. Then it became a primary residence for this family. And um, it is wonderful. There is so many opportunities and things that people could do with that. Every time I go in the house, I can envision uh, what it would look like with, you know, updated kitchen and stuff. The price is, it's priced according to the condition it's in uh so it is on for 425 the view is spectacular it's on furnace pond which is a fully recreational pond um i will be there tomorrow 10 to 12 so that's before the patriots game Mm -hmm. which starts at one if you want to bring me a coffee i like it black with one splenda thank you (laughs) (laughs) um anything else with that one before i move on no and if you can't get it uh, to the open house feel free to give me a buzz Uh, you can text me or call me and i'm happy to um it's literally two minutes from the office um i'm happy to give you a private showing 781 294 Oh, Matt Mahoney has a new listing, 184 Edge Hill Road in Milton. It's on for $1.2 million. That is shown by appointment only, so uh, 
uh, contact Matt Mahoney. Um, you can go to bostonconnect.com to get all of our contact information. Um, anything else? No. If you missed any of our past shows, you can find us on Talk Real Estate Roundtable. We have a podcast. Uh, we also have a website, so just put .com on the end of it. Again, Talk Real Estate Roundtable. You can go to bostonconnect.com too. And uh, again, if you're in the area, if you're a veteran or a first responder, they're having an event here today. 19 Mattachusett Street in Pembroke. Come join them. Learn more from Mike Nielsen from Guaranteed Rate, Trish Flynn, Nick Flynn, and Jess Page. They will be here with you today uh, helping you through everything. And I think an attorney. What's the attorney's name? John Pollock. And John Pollock. Right? Okay. We'll see you. Bye. Bye, Tim. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> WATD FM Marshfield, WBMS Brockton.